Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of the interview show will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Brandon, and welcome to today's episode of the interview show right here on the Brands Tech Podcast Station. I really hope that everyone is doing well and is staying safe. So for today's episode of the fourth season of the interview show, I am very happy to have my guest for today, Simply CC. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Nice to be here. Oh yeah, I am really glad to have you here. And so the way that I always begin all of my podcast interviews is by first of all asking, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good today. I got some housework done. You know, that can be kind of difficult trying to balance school and responsibilities and then finally getting a day say, oh, I'm going to go do laundry today. So it's pretty good. Well, that is really great to hear. And I'm glad that you're having a productive day thus far. Yeah. How's your day? My day is going well. Yeah, it's been a really productive day thus far. But I mean, I'm just really excited to start off this week. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to also get into this to this interview. And so before we go ahead and um, start off with the questions, I did want to go ahead and I'll allot some time to you to go ahead and introduce yourself uh, to the audience before I go ahead and start off with my first question. Okay, so my name is Simply CC. I also host a podcast, Simply First Class Podcast. I... Um... Through that exercise, some of my favorite like hobbies and do uh, photography, videography, um, somewhat of a media consultant. I'm a big nerd about whatever I get into, so I try to learn as much as I can, however I can, and then I like to help people to create their shows and use what I've learned to help them get a better head start than I've had. Uh, that is awesome. And so, first of all, I can already tell that we have a, a lot in common after your introduction, but I'll go ahead and start off with my first question say so what got you into all of this because i'm very curious you have a lot of stuff that you do so i think that's the appropriate question to start off with so i started on a different track for school i wanted to be a vet when i got to odu and i started with biological studies and a focus in veterinary science and i tried to get involved in the clubs and the honor society my gpa was okay um, but I just wanted to be around the people because I learned best by association. I'm a military kid. Um, so you put me in an environment, I'm going to absorb whatever I can about it. Uh, but it wasn't working. <laughs> and I was getting frustrated because I've learned um, that I suffer from imposter phenomena. And a part of my imposter phenomena is overachievement and overaccomplishment. And when I don't meet that, I feel inadequate. So I was feeling really inadequate in my studies and frustrated because I knew what I was good at, but I didn't know how to do that with what I was trying to, with what I originally came to school for. Um, and I saw this TV show called God Friended Me. And that was like in the midst of, or just after like one of the most stressful years of my school year. Um, I had that whole conflict of what to do. So I was struggling in school. I said, well, I'm gonna pick up some jobs so I can make some money at least and figure this out while I'm working. And I worked on campus at two part-time jobs. I did an off-campus part-time job on the weekends and I was still involved in clubs and orgs and stuff and watching this show. And the show was like a relief. Um, I think I already said it, God friended me. Um, but on it, he does a podcast. 
and the episode i think it was the first episode when they finally like ended the show and like panned over to his home studio i said that's me <laughs> that's what i'm supposed to do the two jobs i had on campus were both telecommunications i was working in alumni relations at the call center calling for donations to the university and then i was working in research calling out to like whatever the assignment was for like that time period of the contract i think we did babysitting and then i did another one um, but I was really good at getting people to do the thing. I like for the research center, they most people didn't want to do a survey. They kept saying, "Oh, we're busy." Da 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 da. But I had a way of getting them to do my survey, <laughs> even if they opted out halfway through. I got them started, and we could call them back. For the donation center in the first year, I raised ten thousand dollars. After that, it was progressively better, and um, I I knew from the the donation center or the what were we called. Monarch Connect Ambassadors. Um, we also did crowdsourcing. And in crowdsourcing, I think it's called crowdsourcing, where you like send an individual out into a body of people and you just give them information and you see how many of them come back. Well, I have a knack for making those interpersonal connections like right off the bat. So um, they had these piggy bank drives. And once I got my pitch, <laughs> I was good. Just give me a bag of piggy banks and I would blow through an entire box of piggy banks in activity hour. It was like no joke. Um, and in doing that, I found WODU and I said, okay, I think I'm going to get started. And then um, another activity hour when I wasn't busy the following semester, because after that semester, when I worked all those jobs, I like crashed at the end. I got sick, couldn't do anything because I worked myself so hard. Um, the next semester, I met these two radio hosts, Zai and Tay, um, and they were doing a live show. And in web, um, for anyone who's never been there, you can't miss the radio station. It's got these bright neon blue signs. And then this past year, they've added like a heartbeat because it's the heartbeat of Old Dominion. But at the time, it was just the neon blue sign and you had the on-air and the big glass window to the radio room. Um, and so I walked up. And they looked at us, they let us in, me and my sister, I'm sorry, um, and let us sit in on their show. And they had interviewed these this um, YouTuber brothers from New York, being that they were kids who didn't go to college fresh out of high school. They were different from their peers. Um, instead, they worked for a couple of months and then they banked their money up and then they traveled for a couple of months. Their parents let them have a gap year between high school and college and they wanted to make the most out of that gap year because they wanted to figure out what they wanted to study and take that time to figure it out. Um, but that experience solidified for me um, that I want to get into this. I said I didn't want to do radio the way the, gen uh, yeah, the, way the general manager at the time described it. Um, he said radio is live. You know, there's really no editing to it. You say what you say and that's it. You can shut the computer off. Podcasting is edited. <laughs> and I prefer to have the edited option because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm still low-key a perfectionist. Um, and I felt like podcasting would be the better avenue to try to hone and figure out how I can help others outside of working myself like that, you know, help them in communicating because you'll find in a lot of communities, communication is lacking, you know, so to have a platform where they can come and talk the way those guys were comfortable talking on that radio show about their experiences, they were confident, you know, they were sharing a story, they were new to the area, they got picked up for a radio show, like that's a whole experience. And I want to be able to offer that kind of opportunity to others. Wow. Like, first of all, I mean, I, I just like really like loved everything that you just had to say. And, and there's so much of it I could also personally relate to as well. I mean, 
Yeah, first of all, like, yeah, for those of you who don't know, and this is your first time tuning in, first of all, welcome. But I mean, but for a little bit about me, like, I honestly like love the whole communication field, but and especially because you get to speak with so many like amazing different people. And like really, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like really get to have like a connection with them and sort of like get to know them. And I mean, obviously, that's one of the reasons. Yeah, I'm here on, on my podcast, but I mean, just even overall, like in everyday life, like getting to meet people and try to find out what the best way is to help them. That's that's sort of like what what I love to do. So it's honestly really um, it's honestly really great to hear that someone else like really loves that has that passion as well. And just really, you know. Like, I mean, from what you just said, I can just really like feel like all of your passion like towards this whole field and everything that you do. And and also the the definitely like bit of perfectionism that it's like you, you want to. Yeah, it's like you want to do everything and it's sort of like a, that's what you're known for. But it's just like, a, how do I do it in this way? Mm hmm. Yeah, um, growing up being like a jack of all trades and um, it's funny because now that I'm about to graduate undergrad and transition out of this stage, I'm meeting people who are now where I've been in the past. I remember crying to my grandma because I knew it was coming time. I could feel it was coming time for me to leave that call center job. And I was anxious about it because I said, I know it's time for me to leave because I'm bored. I know everything that I can know about this job. The only thing I have to do now is raise more money. And I can't do that because I don't feel it anymore. You know, and I was telling her I keep changing jobs. If it's not every six months, it's every 18 months, but I'm not getting fired at the time. You know, I'm literally just getting bored of the job. I have to find another one. And I had um, my mentor, the guy that I worked with on the weekends, was telling me to just find something and focus, but he wasn't literally just telling me to focus. It was more like a reminder, hey, you need to be thinking about what you're gonna focus on um, because you can do all these things, but is it gonna benefit you or is it gonna spread you thin? You know, so having a platform that has so much versatility so you can still kind of dabble and you can still be who you are, but you have a concentration that you can apply it to. It's, it's like a lot of people, I wish that everybody has that experience. Yeah, absolutely. And and actually, I don't think I asked her, or, or if you mentioned it, I I might have missed it. But what, what are you majoring in at Old Dominion? So my major didn't change, my concentration did, um, and I added a minor. So instead of being a vet um, concentration, I'm just bio general, which is kind of what I said I was going to do freshman year anyway. Um, and then I added comm minor. Um, and then I'm continuing to regent for a master's in communication um, and it focuses on marketing and somewhat journalism, but I don't want to concentrate on journalism because I know how I want to tell my story. The question is, how am I going to sell it to the world or how am I going to be able to travel? I, I think the Zoom glitched a little when you said that last part. It did. <laughs> Oh, because it froze and I was like, yeah. ah! Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so continuing to reach it, the idea is uh, to focus on social media marketing, some of the legalities to having a show. It's not a business yet, uh, but I want it to be somewhat of an organization. I see it much bigger than a podcast. I see it as, well, did I say an organization? I see it as an organization, not necessarily just a show. I see it doing a lot for the community. I see it offering opportunities. I want it to be a platform for um, 
I especially like focusing on kids, so I want it to be something that they can come to, they can learn from, but there's some things that I have to learn first and I have to work through, so I have to finish my undergrad and then I gotta finish my grad school, you know, and then make it legal. Well, that is pretty cool. And I mean, like I said earlier, like this all sounds like really interesting. And so like, and you just mentioned that, you know, you're soon to graduate. And so is that this upcoming semester? So spring 2022? Yes, spring 2022. Wow. It's, it's actually kind of scary, like in a way, like how close that is, because, you know, I mean, at least like for me, it's like, I, I still remember it like, 2019 like going into 2020 just being like yesterday and now it's just and now it's like we're already like almost like into 2022 at the time of recording this and it's just it's so scary yeah it's so crazy at at least for me to like think that like how much time has really elapsed lately but but I mean but I'm really glad um, to hear that like you're almost there like you're like right at almost the graduation mark It feels really good because this has honestly been a journey um, from the beginning and I'm not afraid of it anymore. (laughs) Like I hit the stage where I'm ready. I'm ready to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm ready to adult. I'm ready to be more mature and and handle the responsibilities um, that we should be preparing for when we graduate. I was not ready at my proper graduation time. I started in 2016 and when i had that whole conflict and i had the conflict of trying to figure out what to study in 2018 the next semester my grandma passed i got depressed and then COVID hit and it was just like back to back to back to back to back and then to finally get to a place where i understand what my professors have been trying to get us to like understand even if it was in practice and we didn't get it then just going through the motions then has set me up for the mentality now where I know what I want to do now. Like, I don't feel so lost anymore. Like, I'm ready to cry. I understand why people get so excited about that process of graduation. I never really had that experience. Wow. Well, first of all, um, my condolences about your grandma. And and yeah, because especially like based off of what you just said, I know that she must have meant a lot to you. So first of all, I did want to say that, but I'm, but I'm glad to hear that you're, you know, that you've been able to over the last few years, like really like, you know, take each of the pieces and just like, you know, continue like moving forward. And even though it might, yeah, it might not necessarily be, you know, the path that you thought that you were starting on. It's like, you're sort of like making your own path in, in that regards and, and what you want to do. Yeah. It's, uh, it's exactly as you said, it is taking pieces, like even without her, even without her passing, it would have been the same uh, concept of taking pieces. I would have still had to learn the lessons of it's okay to not know what you want to do. It's okay to not yet have a plan. It's not okay to stay there, but it is okay to take that time and try to figure it out and to have those experiences. It's not okay to not have that work-life balance. You know, it's it's okay to be passionate about something, but is it passion for you? I always had the problem with passion for like helping others to a fault and um, learning how to still take that time and then focus it because I still have the things that I need to do for my purpose here. And, you know, her passing took a, it, 
took a lot because she helped us a lot. Like I said, we're military kids. So like the stable in our life was our grandparents and our aunts. So like we don't really have those, like we have those connections, but we don't. I didn't graduate from the high school I wanted to graduate from. I graduated from school in New Jersey, you know, like it was graduation. It was just graduation. I would have much preferred to graduate from the high school here because we have family history there. And I wanted to be a part of that lineage. And I like didn't get that opportunity because my dad's job, you know? And then to get to university and then to want to study and then to think in your whole life you thought you wanted to study this and you get to university and you're like i can't do this i'm not going to be responsible for somebody else's baby and it's not a human it's an animal and i have to learn all their systems and i have to be responsible for this i can't i uh emotionally i can't handle that you know um but i can handle like helping others i still want to help others and one thing I just wish that I understood was exactly what you said. Taking it piece by piece. Take it a little bit at a time. It's going to get done. <laughs> like, whether you rush through it and get it done quickly or you take your time and, you know, go through the process. Either way, there's a time and a place for how your pace goes. But still being patient with yourself and understanding that it's a process. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's so much that you just said that I think... You know, I think, like, I think in itself could even be, like, elaborate on, like, so much. I mean, and just just a few things, you know, that I know, like, in what you just said. First of all, like, what you said about it's okay to take time for yourself, but also not to get stuck in in place. And I think that's that's one thing that, that I know for me, especially, like, as a content creator, it's, like, there's so many times where it's just, like, like a wow. It's, like, this edit was stressful. Whatever the case may be, it's just, like, it's like it's so easy to just stop but at the same time it's mm -hmm. like you you have to keep going it's like you know it's not a pause if you don't resume at some point that's just a stop and so it's just like you have to keep going at some point yeah even mm -hmm. if it yeah i mean even if if you take like a whole week for example it's like sometimes you have to do that but at the same time a week is different from yeah this is like a permanent vacation now and i'm just not going to go anywhere yeah it's so easy to fall into that too because um i like in life i did this with the podcast too we like mass did episodes constantly in the very beginning because it just flowed um and then i forgot what changed oh i wanted to transition because i was asking advice about random people on campus um about the podcast and a lot of the people who were like even just two years younger than me were saying oh you know i'd pay more attention to it if i had something to look at <laughs> you know because they don't just listen to things um so i wanted to try to incorporate that new aspect but it felt like a much bigger hurdle than it kind of was um but i'm glad i didn't stop because now i'm like finding what tools work for me but it took that time of like understanding the technique and the editing and like um, I'm still kind of learning lighting, but you can manipulate that in post. And I use the most basic editing software because I am a full-time student and I am full-time involved in other things, but it's nice to have that blueprint, you know, because you took that time, you took that effort. And even when you didn't feel like it, if you weren't creating content, you were editing. If you weren't editing, you were studying your marketing and your statistics. If you weren't studying your marketing and statistics, you were out listening to lectures and learning. Like you never, there's so many aspects to the process that you never really stop. And if you find yourself unmotivated or wanting to stop, because that's happened um, a couple times 
like we would go into something and things wouldn't work out and then I would start to feel that whole like that thing I was talking about earlier <laughs> and I wouldn't want to do it anymore because I'm like I put all this work in now I'm just gonna you know <laughs> so then I would say okay I need this time to rest obviously I'm missing something you know you cook meat and you don't just eat it fresh out the oven you let it sit on the stove you let it cool you don't just go into a workout, you warm up. You don't just come out of a workout, you cool down, you know? So being in that high energy, I had made like 50 plus episodes, I think in the first season of just audio and I didn't account for any energy after. <laughs> so you burned out a little bit and then you're trying to transition and add new things and you're just like, uh, this is a little overwhelming. Um, it's still my passion, yes, but uh, I'm going to take about a month. I'm going to focus on my school. <laughs> I'm going to finish up these other commitments because I always tended to overcommit myself. And I'll come back to it because I have enough content that any new listeners can go back and listen. And any returning listeners, I can just keep reshowing what I already have. And if they haven't listened to something, then they can go back and listen to it because I have an archive up there. But as far as new content, I need that. Uh, I don't know if you've ever followed some artists like... Uh, Frank Ocean, he's the first one that comes to my he first one that comes to mind because my cousin loves him. Um, she loves his music, but she hates that it takes so long for him to come out with that music. But being in that aspect as a podcast host, I can understand why they will do one bulk session and feed it to you for like five years. And then after five years, they come out with another album and then they might wait seven years for the next one. But the audience is like, hey, I want your music. Where is your music? It'll get to you when it gets to you. <laughs> like, I'm not stopping, but I'm not publicizing what I'm doing, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, I completely get that, too. Like, especially, like, as a podcast host myself. It's just, like, I don't know, it's weird. It's, like, as a fan of something, it's, like, you you really want everything to be, like, right then and right there, especially during social media age. It's just, like, it's just, like, what is taking them so long? But then, like, on the other side of it, it's just, like, a, I'm working on so much stuff right now, but at the same time, it's, like, I'm not really going to show it right now. So especially since like, as soon as I do it, something's going to happen where it's not going to happen in the way I just said it. <laughs> so I actually had that experience and it's changed. Now that in my experience came from pseudo supporters, if you can catch what I'm saying. So to fix that, <laughs> periodically I'll go through and I, um, I like assess I'm trying to think of how to word it. I do this with my personal life too. If I'm friends with someone, I assess why am I friends with them? Are they teaching me something? Am I teaching them something? Um, are we mutually teaching each other and growing? Is this a lifelong relationship? Is this a seasonal relationship? I analyze everything because again, in my life, I've been a military child. I've always been the new kid. I've never lived in a location more than two years, just about, except for Virginia, but we've even moved around Virginia a lot, you know, so I don't know who you are, I don't know your intentions, and I don't know anybody other than my household family and a couple people from high school, the first high school I went to, to be continual, you have to weed them out, but I follow my feeling, so if something feels off, then I immediately like block it and turn it away. 
um, because that also comes from practice. Like I thought I had to suffer through like letting them do whatever, whatever. No, you don't have to. You just literally, if it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. Just let it go and it's okay. Because once you get them out the way, no matter what you say, it's going to manifest. No matter what word you put out there, your words will not return to you void anyway. The negativity is just a distraction delaying the process because it's still going to come. But getting that negativity out the way makes it come in faster. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. And while that, first of all, that is very deep, but like, it, it makes sense. And, and, you know, one thing I always say, which, well, actually, one thing I always do, I'm not sure if I actually say is that, like, whenever I do podcasts, like I always, and I'm not sure if you do this as well, but especially like, with so many different interviews and stuff, it's like, I always go back later and like, take notes, whether it's like written down notes, type notes, um, or mental notes, like, so much like great stuff that like people have said and i mean i definitely know this was this is one that i'm definitely like going to go back and listen a few times i mean just because like there's just so much stuff that you know that you are saying that i mean I'm, it's just really like great to hear and and like very informative and helpful too and i mean i mean i, I can definitely tell that you know that as you mentioned before like one of your passions is truly like helping others. And I, I think, yeah, as someone that, that shares that passion, I mean, I, I definitely think it shows. I appreciate you. Um, my goal is to help people where they need it. And then I've been learning how to help people where they need it, where it doesn't come at a fault to me, because I will give and give and give and give and give. And then it's either I'm at a lack or it's not in the right timing for them, or um, I'm just one of the messengers, you know? So um, I can't think of the guy's name. <laughs> There's a, I want to say a monk that I had watched a lot of different people, um, motivational people, you know, things like that. And so one of them was saying that you have to learn how to live unattached. And that's one of the things that I've been trying to like work on. Like I do care so much, but sometimes it's like, you can only do so much you know, um, and I think it's really cool that you go back and listen to them for mental notes and things like that. Because um, I, uh, I've gotten better at the, I think they say if like you're listening to something and something doesn't resonate with you, just take what's for you and then leave. So I've gotten better at that. So during like a live recording, I might listen and I'll say, oh, well, that's interesting. And then I'll start like studying that in my life and say, oh, is this something that I should be applying? Or maybe I can try that. That works for them, you know, stuff like that. So that's, that's cool to hear too. Um, but yeah, like anything that will help somebody have a better experience so that they don't have to go through some of the challenges that we had to go through, you know? Oh yeah, I absolutely get that. And, and to sort of add on to what you were saying earlier too, it's like, you almost have to have like a, well, not almost, you do have to have like a true, like balance of what you do. It's like as much as you give, like also give to yourself as well. It's like, I know for me, especially like, it's just so hard sometimes. Cause yeah, you know, it's like, I love helping others and yeah, you know, I'll go to definite extents to, to do that. But at the same time, it's just like, like, hold, hold on. It's like, I, yeah, it's like, sometimes it might be a little, a little much. It's just like, you know, definitely keep some energy for yourself, but then, mm -hmm. you know, use that so that way you can enhance your passion. Exactly. Yeah. And so I definitely wanted to, yeah, to give you some time as well, before we go ahead and go to our break, if there's anything else that you wanted to talk about or bring up, you know, before we go ahead and head to this break. Um, there's some things I wish people understood. Um, 
but they either won't because they won't go through the experience or they're not exposed to those who explain it fully enough. Um, so one example, right? I went through this phase in 20, I think it was 2020, um, when they shut down the school and they sent everybody home. You know, I said, oh, I'm home all day long. Now I want to see how I can build my Facebook page. I just picked a platform. I said, I'm going to build my Facebook page. Um, the reason I bring this up, I just watched an ABBA and Preach video where um, there's this girl and a guy on Twitch and the girl is, um, in my opinion, emotionally manipulating the guy because he does apologize for however he came off with their breakup or whatever. And he says, if as long as we can move on one accord and move forward and move apart from each other, that's fine. I apologize for whatever I did. That's it. Da -da -da -da. We should be able to move on. Logically correct. She was still in fits and she was trying to get him angry the whole time. And Abba and Preach talked about and talked through some of their experiences with those kind of people um, where you're building a platform and they forget that you're people too. You know, so um, with building my Facebook page, I had on a wig and some eyelashes <laughs> and I had a, a light like I'm using for this Zoom right now. And I took like an action pose. It was just a selfie. That was it. That was my profile photo. Don't you know, it took me not even two months to max out my 5,000 friends on Facebook. And I'll say a good 40% to be fair was guys from other countries trying to talk to me. But they just got so uncomfortable so fast. And I'm like, I don't know you. I just added you, you know? The person behind the camera, the person behind the computer is a person too, you know? Um, or even like, we call them admirers now, <laughs> you know? Um, it's a little different. Um, or even people who just don't understand the process of the content creation, you know, there is an almost an incubation time frame where you, the creative, have this inspiration and you have this idea and you want to put it out, but now you have to work the pieces out. Almost like, um, for those who've done music, have you done music before? Like band? I have not done music like in terms of structured music. It's like, I do know how to play the piano, but that... That's completely unrelated. I haven't really done any structured, you know, music stuff outside of, you know, just learning that for, what was that, like five, six years? Okay. But. Well, even the piano has to do with this. Band director themselves, right? They get so into what they're doing. They get a piece of music. They don't even tell their students about it, right? I had one instructor who said that she could literally hear the music on loop in her sleep. And she knew how the piece was supposed to sound before they even came up with it in the, inside the band room, right? Now this band director has band camp or maybe an extra month to teach these kids the melody that she hears in her head and she's walking around looking like she's crazy because she can hear how this whole song sounds and nobody else can hear it and now she's got to get all these people on one accord that's a process and a lot of creatives do that as one person think about it <laughs> in a band there's a flute there's a saxophone there's a pianist there's a trombone player trumpet player all of them have an individual part to make the whole ensemble make this sound a lot of creatives do that as one person <laughs> like right now you're running the computer you're running the zoom you had to do preparations you had to do research and you have to do this and how much of a turnaround do you try to do them every week so yeah i release episodes once a week and like i i do like as much as i can it's like i try to record in advance you know with everything like right now it's october this is going to release in november yeah because 
you know, because of how much stuff I do. And especially like with working like with so many different people's schedules, it's just like, yes. yeah, sometimes it's just like, sometimes you can get like five of them done a week. And sometimes it's just like two months. It's like nobody's available. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, and that's a whole lot of pressure. But like you said, you schedule out your content. It took time for you to figure out what schedule worked for you. It took time for you to figure out how you can coordinate with other people's schedules. You still have the responsibilities basically of maintaining a business as a content creator. And we are underpaid. <laughs> like the amount of work that you have to put in to create this content and still be a student and still be a son or daughter or child. And some people still have to be a spouse or parent. Like, what? You know, it's uh, one of the things that this group talked about that I think is important that I'm growing to appreciate is compassion. No matter what's going on, have compassion for that person. Like, if there's a reason that they're asking, like, I really like the way you have your email structured. I'm going to copy that and make it my own. But <laughs> I don't have that tacked yet mine is literally just the uh form in the google document and saying hey thanks for your interest with such and such a group um and that's it but yours is like friendly and inviting but it took you time to get there you know or you have a template that you still had to take time to find so um people think we just show up sit down and do an interview like no it's it's not that simple it is that easy but it's not that simple yeah that is quite true and in terms of my email even though like so many of my emails seem like very similar with each other. It's like, it's like, I can never work with a template because it just seems so impersonal to me. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, for me, it's like, I really want to know like how people are doing and like, you know, it's like, are you doing well? It's like, it's like, I mean, it, there's so much stuff like I really like would love to know, but I know so many people like don't have time to like actually like read through the whole email and you know, they just get to like the actual question and stuff. But but that's kind of one, like one of the reasons like I even start off by asking that because it's just like so much so much so much time well so much of the time we don't have like even time to even ask like how are you especially like in, in present day so it's just like it's like I, I like being able to ask like these questions even if yeah even if you don't like even give like the truthful response it's just like it's like it at least gets the person thinking like it's like am I doing well uh, you know I, I think I am that's really good too. You get them working introspectively. A lot of times, um, a lot of what you see going on with people is them avoiding what's going on within. I feel like this whole quarantine was a great example of doing that self work uh, or even just recognizing and acknowledging yourself. So that's cool. You practice that as like a constant thing. So it's a part of your culture. Yeah. It's something that, you know, well, even if I didn't specifically know it was the communications field, it's like after discovering the communications field, like every time I I find out more about it, it's just like a, this is definitely my field, like the the whole field, just everything. It's like it all like like almost everything I've done like my entire life is like like within this field, like or one of the associated ones with it, and it, it's so interesting, especially like because of how vast it is too. Like, like for me, like, I also love working with, you know, with younger people, like really being able to show and like teach things to other people and, yeah, you know, and I mean, any age group really, but yeah, you know, but it's something that like, I've always enjoyed, I've always loved. And so like, even like with the internship I'm doing now, it's like, I get to incorporate so much of that, like into my everyday or, you know, however many days a week I 
yeah, I, I attend for that week. And so, yeah, it, it's really nice to, I guess, like be able to incorporate like so much into your life and, and yeah, agreeing to what you said earlier, it's, it's like being a creative, a creator, it's just, it's like, it almost adds like a whole new aspect to, to your life. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, it's like, sometimes you always have to wonder, at least for me, it's like, it's like, is this me or is this like another job? It's like, do I mark this down on my resume? Like, <laughs> is, is, yeah, is this just, is this just me being me? Or is this like, you know, cause it's like being a creator is like almost like a whole nother, like job added to everything else you do but at the same time it's like you never stop being creative you know no i agree completely um i didn't want to start adding it to my resume until i felt like i uh kind of knew what i was doing and so now whenever i do like an application or something i put i put that i'm a podcast producer and host um all my social media says podcast host international influencer and i think i might have photographer up there um, because I've always wanted to be someone to connect like all over the world. And I feel like that's a great aspect to add to like any organization or any business because it shows no matter what the language is, like I can relate to their culture. And if I can't relate to their culture, I know how to communicate and help create a balanced environment or um, podcast host. I know how to talk to people, <laughs> you know, like it helps boost your skills for when you want to work for someone else. Um, and then you're building entrepreneurship skills and habits and stuff like that. So you don't depend on the nine to five. You can have a nine to five, but you can have multiple streams of income of whatever skill you choose to express. And it, like you said, it only enhances your life. <laughs> like, I don't know what I would be doing with my free time other than scrolling social media, maybe reading some more because I got some more books now that I'm actually interested in, you know, but you find your purpose and your passion, you never work a day in your life. And even when you go to your job or even when you go to your school and you have a good or a bad day, you have something to create based off of how your experiences went. And there's a sense of pride in that. Like creatives can be anybody. <laughs> they can be the technician that works on your car. They can be the YouTuber. They can be the poet, you know, like it's all just a translation of how someone sees the world and how they choose to express that perception. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I 100% yeah, agree with that. I mean, like I've said before, I've really just enjoyed everything that you know that you've had to say thus far in this episode. I mean, honestly, like I said, I I've honestly really enjoyed this thus far. And and with that being said, I'll still be here um, with you. So please stay tuned. All right. Well, I am still here um, with my guests here today. And so first of all, as I just said. Um, uh, right before this break. I mean, I've truly, honestly, really enjoyed speaking with you thus far. It's been a pleasure. I'm actually also enjoying this because uh, if you guys didn't catch in the beginning of the last recording, we've never met in person. So it's been nice to like hear how you think. I actually really enjoy that. I've enjoyed that since uh, being a child, like just listening and seeing someone's perspective or just hearing their experiences. It's really cool to get to know you like this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I can say the exact same as well. I mean, I I've truly enjoyed this. And for, yeah, for each and every one of the different guests I've had on, you know, this podcast station, my other podcast station, everything else I do. And yeah, that I'm not going to list because. I do a lot, but, but yeah. And so I want to go ahead and allot some time um, for you. And so if you have any, you know, final last 
um, questions, thoughts, questions for me, anything you want to say to the audience. The floor is yours. I do have a question for you, but I'm thinking I should have you on my podcast so I can pick your brain some more. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Let me know. Some positive changes that have come in your quality of life since you started your podcast. Oh, that's a good one. So first of all, even though I started my podcast in the end of 2017, it's like I feel like my modern podcasting world hasn't started until, you know, beginning of 2020 when I started having my first guest. But I would say that what you say? Just to make sure you said quality of life. Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. How has your quality of life improved? So, wow. So first of all, that's a very deep question. And I I would say that, you know, for me, like I've. I don't know. It's like I've really like enjoyed so much of hearing like so many different stories, so many different like inspirational tales and and everything of that nature. And I would say that like it's overall like made me, you know, first of all, feel a lot more like creative and, you know, really wanting to like get people's stories heard. And, you know, even sometimes when yeah, it, it doesn't seem like I have time for anything, I will always make time for my podcast and for speaking with others, even if we don't like actually like record anything. I mean, as you know, you can, yeah, as you know, too, it's like one of the things I enjoy doing is not just having conversations during the podcast. I like speaking before and after too, like to really actually like speak with the person, get to know them, not necessarily just always when, you know, the camera and microphone are on. And so, you know, and for anyone who knows me, like I like having those personal connections and yeah, you know, especially like getting to know people. Um, yeah, especially like for me as a virtual college student where there's not a lot of people like I necessarily, you know, speak to on a regular basis. Yeah, outside of my podcast guest, just due to, you know, a lot of college students, we don't have a lot of free time necessarily to, you know, spend and like truly socialize. But I mean, I consider each and every one of my podcast guests a friend, you know, whether you came in as a stranger, a family member, you know, someone I've known for a long time, whatever the case may be, it's like everyone is, I would consider everyone here, you know, a friend and a part of the whole, you know, my whole content family. And so, I mean, really, it, it's like, I I feel like having done so many different episodes and, and recordings and had so many guests, and I'm not sure as of the time this releases how many guests, guests I've had. I, I know I always had 30 and probably, probably 40-ish, maybe. I... I I would have to count again, but it's like, yeah, like I've honestly like loved every bit of this. And it's just, I don't know what I would actually do without this. Cause I think this is truly made my college experience. And I know everyone always says like, you need to be on campus. You need to, yeah, you need to explore more, do this and do that and get more involved. And it's like, I am involved. I am, yeah, I love my academics. I love everything, but this is truly what I like I love and I'm passionate in and out of all of my whole five and a half years of content creation this has been my favorite part that feels so good to hear you mentioned a couple of things too um I feel the same way about my guests like I I know like off the bat like three people 
who came onto the platform so nervous, <laughs> you know, but by the time they were leaving, they like were hugging me out the door and I was like, okay, cool beans. They're like, no, it was a great experience. I'm like, I, I wanted you to be comfortable. I didn't realize how nervous you were until now. I see how relaxed you are by the end of the conversation. You know, it's a whole different thing. Um, and then they'll like see their progress on social media. And then if I see there's something coming up, be like, hey, you want to do a follow up or something? You know, and they're like more than happy to come back. Um, and then same thing with what you said about school. I think this podcast is the only reason I'm still in school. Because um, it gives you something to look forward to. And then that whole interpersonal connection of, and building those relationships. Um, having those conversations. Learning while you're talking to them. Uh, it just feels really good. It's good to hear that somebody else feels those same things too. Oh yeah, and likewise. And so, you know, before we go ahead and... Yeah, you know, close out today's episode. I did want to go ahead and want to give 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 some time to you to go ahead and let us know where we can listen listen to your podcast and find all of your content. Because I definitely hope that everyone listening here today definitely goes and checks out all of your content as well. Appreciate it. Um, so I'm known as Simply CC. Uh, like the word simply, and then the letter C and the word C C S E A. Um, and then my podcast is Simply First Class Podcast. On YouTube, we had to combine the two words to make it look like a first name and a last name. So it's Simply First and then Class Podcast on YouTube. Um, all of our listening platforms are just about available on our Anchor platform. Um, if you search Simply CC, you'll find it because for like the first two or three, two and a half years, it was under Simply CC. It only recently changed to Simply First Class last year, I believe. Um, but yeah, we're available on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts, basically. <laughs> just message. Um, and then just about every social media platform. They're all going to be under the same names. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. I'm developing the Facebook page for Simply First Class, but you can find Simply CC um, and message me there. Well, first of all, as I mentioned before, and I'll mention once again to close out today's episode, simply, Cece, this has been an honest pleasure to speak with you. And I really hope I am able to speak with you again soon, whether it's on my platform, your platform, or elsewhere. I truly appreciate you coming out here today. Thank you for the opportunity. I meant it when I said this was cool. I'm actually getting to know my coworker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, likewise. <laughs> It, it, it's 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 so funny it's so interesting like when you actually like people that you speak to and yeah you know, by text and whatnot it's like when you actually like get to meet them it's just like it's a whole different experience <laughs> yeah and so i definitely oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh no i was gonna say i'm not really a good texter a text is like alerts for me unless like I'm working on it because our general manager um, wants me to communicate my ideas to the group chat so everybody can like sit and read it. Outside of that, I'm like not even on my phone, so I'd much rather talk to people. Yeah, definitely. But like I said, this has been really great speaking with you and to those listening at home. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll chat with y'all later.